This episode of New Old Friends is brought to you by Mission Bar. What is up, everyone? Welcome back. Welcome back. Mission Bar, as you know or may not know, is located at 302 North Main Street in beautiful Sanana. California. Calabasas. Calabasas. California Mission. <laughs> California Mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you guys uh, have a chance, come check it out. You guys could find it on Yelp. Uh, you could find them on Instagram under uh, Mission Bar SA. Mm-hmm. First of all, New Year's, um, New Year's Eve, I was editing the podcast, right? So I was editing the podcast and I was like, man, you know what? You know, um, uh, there's going to be a party at Mike's house. I was like, you know what? I'm, let me pregame because I'm, prob- I'm probably going to be here for a few hours ed- editing. So yeah, I grabbed a six pack of Pacifico, you know, because I'm a paisa. And then, uh, so when I showed up to the party, I was like already like. Prendido? Uh, I was on. I was loose, loosey goosey, and then um, it was like ten thirty or something like something like that when we showed up, and then um, dude, it just went downhill from there. Dude, I was just getting fucked up, dude, <laughs> taking shots, like drinking craft beers, like dude. There's, I was doing all the drugs as you should, man. I was dude. doing all of them, the meth. I think I ate some crack. Like, oof. was it like in a cookie, dude. or did you just like straight up? I sprinkled it on the meatballs that somebody brought. Oh, Capri. Somebody brought, Capri, Capri. Bought, bought some, uh, and she brought some meatballs, made them. That's a good meatball. Fucking dude, those meatballs are so good. Hell yeah. Uh, so I sprinkled some crack on that, and then um, yeah, it was good, man. Hell yeah. What? Uh, how was I when you got there? I vaguely remember that night. You actually weren't that fucked up yet. I mean, you were like on a good one, but yeah. you, you were, to me, like just having a good time. You weren't like fucked up. Yeah. You know? Um, but there was definitely some people there that were fucked up. I'm like, yo, it's 1030. Like, yeah. You're going to be blacked out by the time the fucking ball drops, you know? <laughs> but, uh, dude, that party was so much fun. I had a really, really good time. Dude, yeah. So, um, everyone told me that too, that they had a really good time. So they were happy that we, that we, like, uh, Tony, Eric, and myself had something for someone for the new year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was here editing the podcast with Joseph and I had two of his Pacificos and, uh, we the party started at eight. I think I left the studio like at seven forty-five. Yeah, barely made it. On yeah, there. dude. So I I rushed over there. I I got like extra toilet paper, put it like in the restroom. I got like everything ready. I, you know, I went to go buy some propane, and yeah, I, I showered. And when I got out of the shower, there was already people there. So I was like, oh fuck, like in my in my robe, you know, all naked. And uh, yeah, I got ready. And yeah, from there on, dude, we started. Uh, I bought some hazy IPAs. And I, I had five of them, and good God, dude, like, I was on one. Yeah, yeah, you, you were like, hey, man, do you want, I think I asked you, like, what were you drinking? And you're like, oh, I got a secret stash. Yeah. I was like, in the fridge? That's <laughs> <laughs> not very secret, Mike. No, so what I so did. I drank too. What's up? Oh, gosh, it was you. <laughs> dude, dude, because I literally, like, I opened up, like, the lettuce that we had. I shoved one in there. Uh, <laughs> I put one, like, behind the milk, you know, and I kind of, I barricaded with, like, other shit, you know, like some jaritos, and I think there was, like, a slab of ham that I kind of put in front of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, man, it was epic. I had such a great time. Uh, but I had the worst hangover of my life the next day. I woke up fine, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I started cleaning the house with a wreck. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. When you posted that photo on your story. I mean, when I left, we left like at what, three? It was almost four o'clock when we left. And um, by like two o'clock, I, I was fucked up. Like, I was like, shit, dude, I need to stop. Like, um, one of us has to be able to get us home. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna stop drinking. So I took it easy and I just started like drinking water, but. Um, I started noticing people just go- going down, dude. They're yeah. just like their bodies were shutting down, and like they're they're all getting like Ubers and Lyfts and shit because you know they're smart. And um, yeah, dude, when we left, like I was already kind of like sobering up when uh, the Uber showed up, and I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna be disgusting tomorrow, <laughs> dude." Once the sun hits, it, you're gonna be yeah. like, "Oh my god, dude." <laughs> So when I saw your story, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much how I saw it when I left. And that shit was fucking, it was such a disaster. But I mean, it obviously showed that people had a good time. Yeah, no, for sure. It was so crazy because we always find articles of clothes everywhere. That we- Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like, Joseph's sock is here. Mm-hmm. Like a tie, like a bunch of like, like uh, what do you call it? Like bands for the hair or hair clips and shit, you know? Shit, bobby pins. And yeah. Like, yeah. And then, like, dude, that's so gross, <laughs> right? So weird. And dude, I always get weirded out because, like, it, like my restroom's like right there. Yeah, it's still like the public one. Yeah, yeah, dude. So everyone like took a shit and a piss in my restroom, and like my toothbrush, I normally put it away because I always feel like someone like is gonna be all fucked up and grab my toothbrush and hey, like <laughs> fuck around with it, you know? So, Sorry about that. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I, I inspected my toothbrush closely. I didn't throw it away because I bought a fancy one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah is it you couldn't just replace the head of it like i could you know but that that means i have to go to target, I don't uh, go to target. <laughs> oh, so whoever fucked with my toothbrush i hate you he used it <laughs> <laughs> i bought some hot water you know what i'm saying threw it in there <laughs> no you didn't don't lie no you didn't <laughs> you know me too good because <laughs> i would have been like nah i'm too cheap i'm just gonna use it fuck it too much work <laughs> yeah when a bendicion and fuck it keep going you know <laughs> yeah fucking fingers crossed fingers crossed <laughs> yeah so on this episode we had our good homie isaac belay come through with the other isaac yeah dude our first returning guest man like i said on the podcast it's uh it was an honor that he, uh um you know he brought um isaac uh through isaac brought isaac to bring isaac and um i'm confused huh which isaac isaac exception and they both have the same middle yeah name it's a trip and their, their dads know each other yeah what the hell dude yeah that is that's a trip um but yeah dude it's super honored that he would come on here and we talked about uh you know, his iconic piece is Isaac's Lisa. Yeah. And, uh, dude, that shit is so fucking cool. And, you know, as a as a gift, he gave us a, a, a copy of it, dude, a print of it. You know, I'm so excited. We finally and got And he signed it. And he signed it. And it's like our first, like, official, like. Legit. Like, legit, um, uh, like, artwork that, like, a, one of our guests, like, gave us, you yeah. know. And I, I, I feel fucking honored that he would even bring it to begin with bro yeah like i'm shitting myself like i did you see me jump across traffic to go grab it because <laughs> yeah, he dude. was on the stream hey, stop <laughs> it was green and we're like no fuck you fuck you fuck you <laughs> you're we're cool getting this picture yeah <laughs> yeah man so we're stoked we definitely gotta frame that up yeah dude soon yeah no i mean i'm gonna go home and get the frames today for sure um but yeah man such a cool story this guy like just the fact that he's only been painting using the medium of painting for three years just so artistic man. like fuck dude just a 
raw, raw fucking talent this guy has. It's just like such an inspiration, like to to anybody really, like any artist from any any like painter, you know, musician, filmmaker, photographer, anybody like. This guy is legit. Like you have to go check out his work. This guy's so, and he's like a really nice guy to top it off. Yeah, you know? he's cool. Yeah, he's super cool to hang out with. And um, and he's a rock star, dude. This guy just parties hardy, parties with a bunch of cool people. He knows like a lot of high profile, uh, like individuals. So it, it's cool. I, I think they all see what we see in him, which is like, uh, like his creative side, his awesome personality. So yeah, we're very stoked to have him here. Yeah, I mean, I know that like. Uh, Man, did, did we talk about how he works at Disney? Yeah, I, I think we kind of brushed up on it a little yeah. bit. Um, he did mention uh, we could find more info on that if you like YouTube it or Google yeah, yeah, it. you can find anything about him if you just Google his name. But yeah, we'll have all his contact information on the in the description of um the podcast and also like um on our IG posts and stuff. But um, yeah, man, make sure to go and uh, check him out and. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, and Isaac Pelayo, my boy, thank you again. I know he uh, he had a meeting to go to, and we kind of pushed, you know, we recorded past <clears throat> his time limit, so mm-hmm. right now he's hauling ass to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Birds and bees. Birds and bees, baby. <laughs> thanks, guys. Enjoy. Ay, mi culo. <laughs> my wang. Oh, let me hold your way. Oh, let me hold your way. By my mama, a new whipping house, say that's the motive. I don't want no drama, just good vibes, say that's the motive. That my dad make him proud and smile, that's the motive. See my brother grow up as a man, they that's the motive. Watch my sisters become women, they go, that's the motive. Show my grandma she done made the best, say that's the motive. We gon' get this shit together, hey yo, that's the motive I just wanna be a man, do my best, that's the motive Prove my teachers wrong, the ones that told me won't be shit All my mama's exes that told me y'all won't be shit All the so-called family and friends be talking shit All my exes that done cheated me be talking shit Yeah, I'ma show them my motive, but I don't talk that shit A lot of people talk, they talk, but they don't walk that shit I'm a real man of my word, I even wrote this bitch Lay the beat out, mix it on some rush, recorded it I be the illest, no vaccines needed, I'm immune to it Cause I've been on my own and now I'm grown and I stay lit I'm 23 years old, the short and gear, I'm on the rim I'm running on this road with no return, I'm going in You see me rising like the sun, I'm lighting up the dim I'm busting flows just like a bubble, you cannot pop this The D-O-double-G done taught me that flow way back then And now it's stuck like third eye pocket, picture me rolling Buy my mama a new whipping house, say that's the motive. I don't want no drama, just good vibes, say that's the motive. I was telling Mike, like, I still get people, like, coming up to me and being like, Sprite. <laughs> I'm like, shut get, the fuck up. Get the mic up. closer to your mouth. Well, I gotta figure out where I'm gonna sit. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, figure out where you It sounds like you're far. I can't hear my snare. <laughs> my snare. Yo, there we go. Yo, turn me up in half phones. Oh, Is this M- fine? Eminem. Yeah. We, can we turn me, uh, I'm getting, like, reverb. How's that? Turn okay. up my reverb. <laughs> turn up my reverb. Can you turn on the sounds naughty? <laughs> the ambiance. Give me some echo, bro. <laughs> Give me some auto tune. <laughs> That's actually really good. That was pretty legit. <laughs> yeah. I learned something new right now. Have some practice. <laughs> I bought this at Vons. 
I was walking through like the alcohol it, section. We're making money. We get it. Go to Vons. Hey, we get it, bro. Yeah, dude, they raise their price <laughs> on it. Go to like Target, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart, yeah. Hey, so I was walking through this like old white couple. Like, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like, it's like, hello. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're supposed to be in the parking lot, get in the carts oh, and shit, huh? They also like always look at my ID for too long. Who does? Well, I mean. You know, you're gifted with a young face. This is a guy named Vons that works at the liquor store. Good Thank, go. Thanks guys for coming, man. Thank, Thank you. Thanks again for we got our first return guest. Dude. Oh, my Lord. Oh, we didn't my him God. Off. Hey, turn me up on the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> turn up my reverb. Yeah, Happy New Year, my boys. Happy Welcome New Year. to, uh, New Year. yeah, Happy New Year. Welcome back uh, to New Old Friends Podcast and Isaac. Thank you. Isaac and Isaac. Even worse, Isaac Anthony. Isaac Anthony, yeah, that's that's. Both of you, were no, both. yeah, both no, both, both of them, both of them, both of them. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Our dads thought about it together mm-hmm. in like a secret society. We're actually uh, twins, and they decided they like agreed on like, yeah. all right, we're gonna keep one, and then like eventually we'll just let we'll let them find each other, yeah. and we did yeah. on oh. Craigslist. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> who reached out to who? The casual encounters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what did what did you search? We we. Found each other on Grinder. That's <laughs> <laughs> too. <laughs> you know, I saw Lit. that you guys were matching the other day. <laughs> you guys, dude, you guys we were. were matching. Y'all were matching. How stupid! So, <laughs> Literally, so stupid. So dorky matching yesterday. No. Yeah, I didn't change my hat because we we're matching beanies. <laughs> so gross. So, what are you guys wearing right now? What's on your sweater? <sighs> right now, we're rocking the birds and the bees. Cool. And who makes mm. that sweater? The one and only Silk Clouds. No, um, yeah, we have a little collection out, mm-hmm. a large collection out, and uh, the Birds and the Bees is name of Isaac's upcoming show. Tight. And so it was pretty much a brain dead idea. Like we got to do it. Yeah. So they're limited. It's the result of missing one another and a couple shots of tequila, and we're just mm-hmm. like, dude, what are we gonna do tonight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. A lot of whiskey, a ton of whiskey, <laughs> a lot of what? What you bring us? Peanut butter? Yeah, screwball. Yeah, dude, this screwball. shit looks so good. Yeah, from Obi. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, we're screwing. Blacking out. What's up? <laughs> Holla at your boy. <laughs> so the name birds and bees. Birds and bees. All right, where does Go. that come from? Birds and bees is um, a title of my latest show. Um, this year, January 18th, and it's a body of work that surrounds my experiences in the last two years with several partners. Um, is you know, I mean, it, it is what it means. I mean, if you ever were a kid and you talked about birds and the bees, it's about sex, um, but it's about sex in in a way that isn't your typical sexual conversation. It's not um, so. Uh, cut and dry and so subjective it's 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 way deeper than that and um yeah i think you know such a simple title and and the birds and the bees is such a uh uh clever i felt like it was such a clever way to kind of put a uh, a silly spin on this story on this um body of work and this body of work has been interesting because you know i don't really know if it's been done in the way that i'm doing it um you know a, a lot 
of it has to do with the inspiration of like Picasso and Raphael and Da Vinci. Um, just because the, the, those artists, you know, they had experienced a lot of partners and they often use those partners as their muse. So this is sort of me kind of um, following that direction, but doing it in such a way that highlights um, past experiences for throughout years. Um, you know, I'm, I'm combining two different styles of artwork um, in a way that hasn't really been done before. It's very contradicting. I'm combining um, realism that looks like it was done in, you know, the 15th, 16th century, but I'm also combining um, animation. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a child of Disney. Um, my father works at Disney Studios. I also I work at Disney Studios. And, you know, Disney has been um, a big part of my childhood growing up. So that's sort of like a highlight of taking this, childlike uh, entity and combining it with my older self yeah so birds and bees yeah. Dude, that's, that's cool like it sounds like you're innovating like you're creating <clears throat> something different right um I, I don't know if i'm creating something different i think i'm telling a similar story that's been told over time uh time and time and again i just think i'm doing it a little differently um i'm coming at it from a different angle um i think it's really hard to do something that's brand new um you know it, I'm sort of, I, I, you know, I'm not doing anything special. I'm just telling the same story in a different way. You can yeah. consider me, you know, Disney telling an old tale, but in just a, a newer way, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I, I'm excited to see how people react to it because so far it's had its its several opinions and different perspectives on it because it's something that isn't like so common. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. You got the people talking. They're they're talking. Oh yeah, the they're talking. I'm getting the DMs, the emails, the the, the pigeon mail. Yeah, yeah, for sure, they're coming yeah. in. <laughs> That's good, man. So how has it been? Like so far, has it been like positive? Um, the the feedback so far has been pretty good. Yeah, not many people have seen the work. I've I've had a few publicists and writers come to the studio and see the stuff um, behind the scenes, and I posted some things online, and a lot of people do love it just because, um, of you know what it is right away. But some people don't really. Um, agree with the the backstory of it but that's because you know people are so affected by um you know society and how society has uh, forced us to look at things uh particularly like sex and, and things that are sexual mm -hmm. you know it's looked at at a way that's very um oftentimes it's looked at as like it's for yourself it's very private it's for, it's a no-no to talk about it it's very um r-rated you know whereas i look at things like that as uh, an extension of who I am as a human being. It's a part of us. It's a, it's an extension of each and every one of us, her personality. And I'm just uh, taking the uh, moment to highlight it in a way that, um, you know, I feel is uh, an innocent but honest way of just kind of telling the story of like, okay, this is my experience. I could say it like this, but obviously this way would be vulgar. So let me do it in a way that's more poetic and a little more profound that has a little more meaning and a little more thought put into it. But there has been, you know, some people who definitely don't agree because they just, you know, Oh, you're subjectifying women, you're painting women nude. And I'm, I'm, but I'm not exposing women in such a way that, um, that is damaging anybody. I'm painting, uh, these girls and, and these girls are all, um, the body of work is, I'm painting portraits of girls uh, who I'm really close with, um, each and every one of them. And I'm close with each and every one of them in different ways. Um, and But the most common way between all of them, the biggest similarity is that they all, they, they, they kind of 
come to me for advice. They, they come and vent to me. I've sat down and talked to them about things that they claim to never have really talked about with other people, mm-hmm. you know, in a short amount of time of knowing some of these girls. And we've become extremely like close in a way where like, I'm kind of like a human diary for these girls. And I, um, I just had two newborn sisters from both my mom and dad. So that kind of affected me and how I look at women. You know, I kind of started thinking, okay, now that I have two new sisters in this society, how are they going to be looked at when they get older? They're going to be looked at very subjectively. They're going to be looked at for their bodies. They're going to be looked at for how they present themselves. And I started thinking about, you know, how I look at women and I, and it really, you know, I've never looked at women subjectively. I've never looked at women because of their body, but I realized that so many people do. And I thought to myself, how could I change a little bit of that? Not, you know, I'm not saying that what I'm doing is going to change that entirely, but maybe I could change a few people's point of views on how they see women, especially, um, you know, nudity. I'm inspired by Renaissance art. I'm inspired by Baroque art, anything from, you know, uh, 14th, 15th, 16th century. And um, a lot of that time was, um, you know, nudity, sexuality was a big thing that was part of poetry. Um, and that's just what I'm inspired by. And, uh, you know, we, when we look at a painting like that, we don't really think to ourselves, oh, they're damaging these girls. Or do we think it's beautiful? Yeah. But when you see someone from today's time painting a naked woman, it's not painted in such a way that has this energy of, of appreciation for a person. You know, you, you can't really tell uh, a person's story when you see a painting like that today. You know, it's so... Um, commercial it's it's very influenced by by um social media and things like that in movies and television and magazines and publications and i kind of wanted to steer away from that and redo um you know these type of works that people can kind of compare to the old works in time you know when i see when i want when people see these works i hope they kind of have that same feeling when they look at an old renaissance painting or something like they they know immediately that these people mean something to me um, very deeply, you know, and 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 I appreciate each and every one of these girls as a person because they're amazing. All each and every one of them are really talented. You know, you look on Instagram today, and it, it's incredible to me to see how girls never get the appreciation on the things that they post that they actually do. Yeah, you know, I know so many girls that are singers, dancers, actresses. Uh, you know, amazing models in their own right, um, uh, writers, directors, photographers, tattoo artists, clothing designers, and they get no love when they talk about those things. They only get love when they show off their body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love um, a woman's body just as much as the next person. I mean, I'll be the first person to say that. Um, but I don't agree with how that is such a thing in society. I, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just, that, that blows my mind. And I think that's why so many women steer in a direction of, of, you know, they can't do what they want to do. So they go into, you know, selling photos or they go into like, if we're in 2020 and almost every girl has like a Snapchat premium, I think that's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, get your money, boo. But like, that's just crazy. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're a talented ass, you know, yeah. singer or something. And you're not, yeah. No one's giving you the love for that because you're so, you're you know you're forced to show off your body and your body is like that money maker. But I'm like, when I looked at these girls, their body isn't what attracted me first. You know, it started off as like this person's really cool, and then I got to know these girls in such a way that I'm like, dude, these are amazing people. How can I paint them in a way where I'm painting them nude? 
However, nudity isn't the first thing that you pay attention to. I'm sexualizing the other parts of the body, yeah, the mm-hmm. eyes, the hands. I'm sexualizing their energy opposed to their figure. Um, you know, I you, you remember in high school, you you wouldn't, your girls weren't allowed to wear a, like a like, spaghetti yeah, strap yeah, shirt yeah, because their shoulder was looked at sexually, <laughs> which blew my mind because you know I'm that's just crazy how people are so like narrow minded to to just think, you know, such um, um, disrespectful thoughts right away. You know, very childish, uh, unappreciative thoughts right away. You know what I mean? So I what what this series is about changing that and. Just kind of giving a, a bird's eye view of how I look at things. And I hope that people could kind of pick up on that and appreciate how I look at things. Because I look at things with with um, thorough detail. I look at things deeply. I, I extract every single part of what I look at and I, and I break it down to its, its very atom. And, you know, try to understand what makes this, this. What makes a person a person. Um, and I think this is just me trying to paint that. And I would have included guys in this series as well, but you know, guys are also hard to paint because guys don't want to get naked. And the thing with uh, nudity is that when you're naked, you're you're most vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and it's like a mentality that like guys can't be vulnerable because then it's like a sign of weakness. And right when you're when you're vulnerable, you feel like like you lost your strength. And yeah. and people in society feel strong by the things that they cloak themselves in. You know, the clothing, this this facade, this this it's a veil that mm-hmm. covers something so much more pure. But because of because people are so self um, you know insecure and you know self conscious about who they are as people, they hide that stuff. So when I meet people, I, I'd like to strip all that down and then talk to me. Yeah. That's you how know. we met. Should I take that, my parents off? Right. I, I, <laughs> that's what I'm, pretty much what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Right. yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> the next show. Right, right. For, for the next segment. Full frontal. Huh? <laughs> right. yeah. But a full frontal, yeah. <laughs> You've got three men right here. <laughs> but um, we can get a birds and bees part two going right now. <laughs> but, um, we just got the Sign bees. up for a premium Snapchat. Right. <laughs> Swipe up. Yo. Got my, my Patreon. You got my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> we so, share OnlyFans. Yeah, we do. It's a joint. It's a joint account for sure. Yeah, it's dope. Can we talk about percentages? Uh, um. We can, but I don't <laughs> know if we should. I don't know if I'm at liberty to. No. Yeah, all right, yeah, let's let's keep it a mystery. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. my lawyer just called. <laughs> yeah, this this podcast is over. <laughs> hey, hey, I was just kidding, guys. So, Birds and the Bees. What's the date on that? January 18th uh, this year at Gabba Gallery. Um, I don't have. Yeah, it is. It's in Hollywood. Um, Gabba Gallery. That's that's their Instagram handle. It's G A B A Gallery. Um, You'll see my flyer and all that information on there. So the show is a solo show. However, the gallery is set up in such a way that there's four rooms and each room is going to be occupied by one artist. I'm occupying one room and that one room is its own gallery in itself. So I'm promoting it as a solo show, which it is, but there's three other rooms that are going to be occupied by other artists. So it's a group show, but people can come just to see, you know, what I have providing, but everybody else in the show is amazing too. Like there's three other spaces that are going to be on view that are just um, incredible artists. Um, I haven't met those artists in person yet, but you know, I'm excited to, I've seen some of their work and it's mm-hmm. really dope, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, I can bring something a little different because everybody's so different from each other, you know, and I think that's really dope. Yeah. 
But uh, January 18th from uh, 7 to 11 p.m. I'm excited. Open admission. Anybody's welcome. Uh, Anybody and everybody come through. Um, And I believe the show will be up for another month, maybe. That may change, but typically. But opening night is when I'll be there. We'll, you know, meet, do meet and greet, all that stuff. Kind of talk, chit chat, um, do all that good stuff. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we'll be uh, meeting our fans from OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Be signing some autographs and postcards. Yeah. So how long were you working on this project for? Well, um, I started off with a piece. You know, it's funny. The, the, the idea of the, the concept had aroused some years ago, maybe like three or four years ago. I had mm. created a, a, a drawing. I started painting three years ago. Prior to painting, I've, I've always been a pencil artist. You, know, well, you mean just, like, like for real, like the first time you started painting was three years ago? Right, yeah. Holy shit. Right, yeah. So uh, three years ago was when I embarked on painting. And um, prior to that, I had always just done pencil. It was just pencil strictly from there. Uh, Mm. Photorealistic pencil drawings, um, particularly portraits. And prior to painting, I had created a a piece that was a really large-scale image of a woman's legs. Um, she's on her back, her legs are up and her vagina is exposed. Mm-hmm. However, I covered her, her, you know, vagina with, uh, animation, animated flowers and birds flying around and bees. And I thought that was really, it was just a joke. It was just like, let me combine like something that's like really like contradicting and like super controversial. Like, yeah. like there's like honey dripping off the flowers, very sexual, extremely mm. sexual, but yeah. very like implied sexuality, which I love because it was like, you know, I'm not exposing this person. I'm covering those, those parts that, that you want to see, but you know what's there. I'm covering it with this more, you know, this, this thing that you, you know what I'm insinuating yeah. here. You know, it's, it's all implicated and insinuations and it was just a joke and that piece kind of got it's like little cult following like everybody loved that work but I was in a relationship then and I wasn't you know I didn't have my this content you know what I mean I didn't have this like history with all these girls I could just use so I kind of left it alone I just figured okay you know it was just a one-off one-off thing you right yeah I would have used my ex however my ex was that was a whole different thing I just couldn't use her as my subject matter mm-hmm. um and when we broke up, we broke up about two years ago. Um, during that breakup, you know, my my experiences with, you know, these several, uh, you know, different partners and, and just meeting people and, and you know, uh, creating these relationships and friendships, um, you know, some of these girls that I met are just super dope, like incredible. And I don't always want to paint everybody and and i tell people that you know i get people in the dm all the time like can you paint me Hmm. you know paint me and i'll paint you blah blah i'm like i i just don't paint just anybody i have to have a reason um and the reason isn't just based off you know what people may think people may think oh it's based off her looks or you know whatever blah blah i'm like no it's nothing like that it's how you and i connect as people the energy because i've met amazing people that i wanted to paint and then they you know, along those, along the road of our friendship, you know, something went astray and then that completely ruined Mm. my, you know, wanting to paint, you know, it's like now you kind of damage that. So now I no longer want to paint you. I want to paint people that I have a really close relationship with, or there's a particular story that I want to tell. So that series, you know, started once I had my breakup and started creating these friendships within these relationships with these different people and stuff. And then I would, like I said, I would have, you know, included guys in the series, but you know, guys are, are extremely 
self-conscious about that and you know it's it's looked at oh that's 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 feminine i'm not gonna do that and i was actually gonna include myself in the series um you know to kind of be like you know i'm I'm putting myself out there as as well i just didn't have enough time to get that I, i just you know i figured all right i'll do that later but um that's how the series started the concept arise uh, a few years ago and then I, I finally like picked it back up uh just a few months ago i had you know it started it, uh, during the last year it built up i started working i think on the the first piece like four months ago wow yeah and there's going to be about 12 pieces in the show um some there's uh, some may make it um I had done some extra ones. Some may make it, some may not. Um, it all really depends on the curation with the gallery and which pieces they like, um, how it fits the gallery, all that stuff. But yeah, there's it's going to be a decent little body of work, um, and it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. There's various sizes. There's you know really big pieces, really small pieces. So it's going to be a, a really cool uh, aesthetic, you know, aesthetically um, nice curated show, yeah. for lack of better words. But yeah, that that series was was interesting and i think you know i think i'm at a place where my mindset is different from what i was like two years ago i feel like i could tell such stories in a way that wouldn't hurt anybody Mm. i feel like i could tell the story in a way that wouldn't like damage anybody or offend anybody because now i have like more of a knowledge on how i can explain this in such a way that people can understand where I'm coming from, where I can broaden people's minds, kind of, you know what I mean? Because a yeah. lot of people see, I mean, I've done a lot of controversial work in the past. Um, I've had a lot of people give their gnarly opinions. Yeah. Um, I've had backlash. And that's just because it was so, like, on the spot. You know, let me let me do this and then just put it out there without premeditating the concept and the reasoning behind it. So now that I'm at a place where I can really dive down into myself and, and, and conceptualize what this is, and I can come up with a whole, um, you know, um, statement for what this is. And then, you know, if people at that point still can't grasp onto it, then, you know, that's fine. It's not for everybody. But for those who understand it, then I feel like those who aren't, um, you know, so narrow-minded and very open and very okay with just themselves i think those people will latch onto it the fastest because that's how i approached this series was it was very open it was very um i'm okay with this i'm very you know i'm just gonna let it flow without any boundaries and so yeah that's 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 pretty much how that that series came about and it was fun you know much different from the work i've done in the past the work i've done in the past if you've seen anything that i've done in the past looks nothing like it you know i'm combining um classical realism with contemporary with animation so it's three elements that have never been put together in such a way before it's very um it's a it's a a, you know a stew of different uh ingredients so hopefully people like it um i'm not really sure how people are going to register to at the show but we'll see in two weeks from now yeah yeah hopefully it's a positive uh positive uh, outlook on it you know it sounds really interesting hopefully i might i think you know I, at the end of the day i think my goal is just to open people's mind about sexuality about uh nudity about how we look at women about how we just look at nudity in general about how we appreciate people um about how we uh are so influenced by society and how we look at things so um uh you know uncareful without you know this profound outlook we 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 don't we don't take the time to really like dissect something and then look at it poetically we don't you know what i mean some some people hear 
Beethoven and hear, you know, scratch. We're opposed, you know, I listen to Beethoven and I'm, I'm watching a dance, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or it's those who, uh, you know, a surgeon may go into surgery and feel like it's a work of art. Whereas another person would be stomached by the situation, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, how, how are you going to look at something? It's all perspective. Mm-hmm. People can look at it from this very um, influenced way, or they can look at it with an open mind and, and, and kind of s- uh, let themselves melt into the work and kind of um, open themselves to the work. I think that's I, that's how I look at artwork. When I see a work of art, I I, I, I go into it without any um, influenced um, you know ideas. I just I try to have a clear mind. I like to be alone and I like to just stare at a work and kind of melt into it and kind of fall into how could I, uh, you know, understand what I'm looking at and how can I, how is it going to affect me and how, how can I let that, you know, that effect, uh, stay with me forever? How could I use that? You know, I think that's what makes art powerful. So hopefully people can extract something like that from this body of work, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. All in time. What was uh, your mindset or uh, what made you want to draw the Isaac Lisa? Isaac's Lisa. Yeah, let's you, talk about that. Isaac's Lisa. Um, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. My throat's all fucked I'm, up. I'm right not now. whispering this I'm episode. sorry, guys. <laughs> Isaac's Lisa. No, I'm, no, I'm Lisa. Yeah, yeah, you had, Lisa. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa. welcome. Because you, you had a good concept earlier. You said that, you know, if you want to be the best at, at something or at a subject, you got to find out who's killing it or who's the best at that. Right. And then, like, figure out what he's doing and get to that level. Is, is that what you said? Uh, you know, uh, as an artist, I, one thing that's extremely important to me is that, you know, I, I try my best not to chase any other artists. I try my best not to compare myself to any artist. I try to stay within my own lane, my own bracket, my own a- identity. Um, but as a, as a realistic painter, it's important for me to study realistic painters that's 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 key yeah. you know if you want to be a chef you have to study the the chefs that you want to cook like you know if you want to cook like you know gordon ramsay you 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 study gordon or you know the chefs that he studied the the masters that, that created you know what i said earlier was if you wanted to cook a souffle well you have to c- cook a souffle exactly like the chef who can cook the best souffle you know if you're going to learn something why not learn the best of the the best and you said the, the best fucking chef that's the best fucking chef yeah. is, is <laughs> technically what i said yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's exactly what i said actually um so you know my thing is if i want to be the best artist that i can be well how could i learn from a master who's taking the bar uh to astronomical heights and i and i'm as an artist i'm i'm inspired most by da vinci that's that's just my favorite artist um not even as an artist but as a person i'm a person um i like to think of myself as a as a polymath you know i i, I endeavor in many different uh things uh, mm-hmm. art i've done tattoos i do clothing um and do animation i'm a musician singer songer uh a songwriter rapper uh you know, producer, engineer, done acting. Model. So I, the, the list goes on of things that I, I have interest in. And Leo is one of those people that I admire for having such interest. And in. I feel like we relate a lot, you know, we're this sort of uh, person that comes from nothing. And, and, you know, we're just so um, passionate about learning about life, about the things around us. 
and discovery. Um, the level of curiosity is is at a at a height that I couldn't really describe. And curiosity is uh, the key to um, great things. Um, you know, Einstein once said that it, you know he's not smarter than anybody. He was just simply curious, or he was more curious than the average person, which allowed him to make discoveries that no one had discovered before. Um, and 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 Da Vinci has inspired me so much in in that that aspect. Um, but as an artist, you know, I, I love his work, and I wanted to learn how he painted like that. I wanted to have that same effect technique. in my work. The technique, the 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 energy. When you look at a, a work of Da Vinci, you you have this feeling that you won't get from any other artist. You yeah. you, you get the the Da Vinci effect. You know, that's essentially what it is. You get that feeling, and I want that same feeling. However, I want that. Isaac effect. Well, what are people going to feel like when they see my work? When they see my work, how are they going to know that it's by my hand? Whether I'm painting a person, whether I'm painting an inanimate object, or I'm painting, you know, letters or whatever it is that I'm creating, how are they going to know that that's my hand? So within the process of wanting to understand Da Vinci's technique, I, I decided to uh, paint um, a piece that he painted and paint it as closely as possible so I could understand how that piece was created. It wasn't, um, oh, I'm going to recreate a piece and then, you know, call it my own. It's not what it was about. Um, I decided to repaint the Mona Lisa to challenge myself. Um, you know, Da Vinci had many pupils, and I am a pupil myself, and I wanted to put myself in the position of, what if I was a student in the studio of Da Vinci recreating the Mona Lisa as he was painting it? So I did that, um, and that was the goal, was just to learn. And, you know, I learned his technique, uh, which is sfumato, and it's Italian for, um, you know, it's like a glaze. It's, it's it's the, the technique is uh, using tran thin transparent layers of oil paint and layering those to the point where you have this shadowy, smoky effect, and it looks so realistic. There's so much depth. You, you know, it's, it's almost... Um, yeah, like a photograph can't even capture that. There's, it's so lifelike. It breathes. You could, you know, there's flesh and, and, and flowing blood in that. So, um, I learned that with painting the Mona Lisa and I called it Isaac's Lisa because it is my Lisa. Uh, it isn't Da Vinci's Lisa because I painted her in the way that I felt that, you know, this is my painting. However, I'm following uh, da Vinci's laws. I'm following Da Vinci's laws, but I'm, I'm creating my own cake. You know, this is my own cake. Same ingredients. It's just, it's just a little different. Um, and I didn't know it was going to have that effect. You know, I didn't know a lot of people were going to resonate with it. And it's kind of cool because that piece has allowed me to do a lot of different things. For example, last year, um, I work with a woman who owns a foundation called Adopt the Arts and she raises money for, uh, elementary schools, you know, for art programs and music programs. And I went to two elementary schools, spoke with 200 students between third and fourth grade, presented my Mona Lisa and taught them about a master from the past, taught them about Da Vinci and what that piece was and how I wanted to learn how to do art. So I recreated this piece as closely as possible. Um, and, 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 you know, for anybody who can't see the painting or hasn't seen the painting, I, the, the piece is pretty close. Um, it's extremely close. Yeah. Um, How many uh, Mona Lisa's uh, paintings are there? Well, 
according to historians and researchers, there's two existing Mona Lisas done by the hand of da Vinci. Uh, one, which is known as the Islesworth Mona Lisa, which, uh, according to historians, is the first Mona Lisa that was painted and unfinished. Um, uh, Giacona, who commissioned the painting, had taken it uh, in a rush because da Vinci was a slow painter. So the Mona Lisa that we know today that hangs in the Louvre in Paris is the Mona Lisa that da Vinci in theory, Da Vinci painted from his memory for himself. And um, people claim that it's still unfinished. And the reason why, um, you know, he, he had, for, I mean, who knows why he wanted to recreate it, but, you know, we know that it's the same hand because it's been carbon dated. The paint has been researched, the layers, it's been x-rayed. It's from the same time using the same exact paint, the same technique by the same hand. There's a, a Mona Lisa in Prado, Spain, that was uh, carbon dated around the same time. However, you can clearly tell it's not by the same hand. It's 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 still um, I don't want to say amateur, but it's still amateur. It's not a master portrait yet. It's it's it looks like a student painting alongside Da Vinci in a studio, and that is a pretty respected uh, copy. It's old. It's from you know the 14th, 15th century. It's Shit. it's really old. Um, it's just as old as the originals. Um, so there's only, there's two Mona Lisas by Da Vinci. There's one in Prado and there's another Mona Lisa. I forget where, uh, where it resides, but there's another Mona Lisa that's pretty well respected as a, as a copy from also that time, but a little later, I think like the 16th century. Um, I forget where it is. I think it might be, I think it might be French or it could even be Dutch. Not sure. Um, can't remember right now, but there's only a few Mona Lisas that are out there that respected copies and I think, you know, I want to say mine is hell yeah one of one of one of those. I mean, I I honestly haven't seen an, anyone repaint the Mona Lisa like that. Yeah. So this one's in Cali. It is in yeah. L.A. Yeah. So this is the Los Angeles Mona Lisa. Dude, yeah. Hard. Yeah. You know what? Literally, I have been trying so hard to get in contact with the Getty, LACMA, with the Huntington Library, with Norton Simon Museum, the Getty Villa. I've been trying to get in contact with all these museums to see if they would. Yeah you know, be, be interested in, you know, talking about it, seeing what, where it can end up because, you know, my idea was also, let me, I've never seen the Mona Lisa in person. Neither have I. Yeah, right. I've, I've never gone out. Why? Just, I, I just haven't been able to get around to it. Um, but you know, we, we look at this Mona Lisa and she's only in books, mm. you know, and not a lot of art books exist you know, today, the way we want to see it in depth, you have to order these books online or, or something and really go out to see like these really detailed books of like the Mona Lisa and to really teach you. So I kind of, you know, find it interesting that like you can kind of have the opportunity to view this Mona Lisa in LA as closely as possible. Yeah. It's like to the original, right. Excuse me. So it's pretty crazy. Cause when you see it in person, it, it, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty detailed. I mean, I, I should have brought it today so you guys could have seen it in person. I okay. still I still have it. I haven't even... She's been unframed. She's been sitting locked away in a vault in my, you know, in my possession for quite some time. I haven't shown her. I haven't pulled her out. I haven't uh, exhibited her or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting when you see it up close. It It's it's interesting. 
Well, we got a lot of empty uh, space here yeah. in right it, building, right, you know right, I mean? right, so, right there, dude. Yeah, right there. Just right behind you to the left. Well, I, I, I have something <laughs> so for y'all, actually. Oh, so maybe God. we can uh, hang something up in Wherever here. Wherever you want, bro. That'd Hell be yeah. Great. See, just mi- 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 mystery. It's all a mystery. We'll find Ooh. out later. It's always a mystery. <laughs> it's me and the dude. Uh. It's, it's, it's January and we still got the Christmas tree, so, <laughs> you know. I was going to say that. That's a, that's a mystery in itself. Christmas is every day. Hey, right. Everybody blessed. Yeah. what was the hardest part painting it like i think i think the hardest part was honestly just getting the proportions right she's so specific you you know when when painting portraits the slightest um you know flaw can throw off a face i mean if if you get any proportion wrong and any uh you know detail wrong it, it could really throw off a person's face so that was the hardest part was getting it to look you know oh this is it looks like mona lisa like you know it doesn't kind of look or when people see it they don't realize that it's a copy sometimes <laughs> people think oh yeah it's mona lisa yeah, it's, it's like no poster, you, bro. Yeah, yeah. it's it's that yeah. close yeah. and it's not obviously it's not traced i i didn't you know trace it and use a projector or anything like that i just i just really was careful about how um you know she she was going to uh, look in the end and it was so funny because when i started painting her she started to look really weird and I felt so fucking stupid because I had announced on Instagram, oh, I'm going to embark on a challenge to repaint the Mona Lisa. And I'm like halfway and it looks like shit. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm like, dude, I just announced to the entire world that I'm about to do this and it looks like shit. (laughs) Not cool at all. Like not dope at all like i'm like dude it's a wrap i'm gonna take it down let's just forget yeah. about it yeah. <laughs> don't talk about yeah, it yeah like no one ever, it never finished it's Sorry. embarrassing yeah but the thing was the thing was i learned with painting the mona lisa was that you have to keep pushing the paint with painting you have to keep pushing the paint and there's layers to it you know there's it's like a relationship there's layers to it you can't just yeah. think this one argument is going to be the the end of it all you know there's that's you know as time goes on it'll all come together and and i think um the hardest part was getting her to look right getting her her proportions right but just realizing that i had to keep moving forward in order for her to come together because she is a pain in the ass (laughs) she's got attitude but let me tell you she's she's got fucking attitude swear man she's a she wake me up in my sleep I had to put a, mu- mu- a muzzle on her. You know, she talks so much shit. <laughs> she time. complains. She shoot me texts like, where are you? Late night. Sounds about right. She got pissed off because I was over, you know, painting the girl with a pro earring, you know. <laughs> to, to sunrise. She, 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 got, she got jealous. <laughs> I was off in the starry night. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think I think that was the hardest part. But when you know no one no one really knows this until i say it but when i was painting the mona lisa i completely engulfed myself in the world of da vinci i mean to the point where if you go on youtube you can look up medieval sound effects like like you could look up sound effects of what a city would be like the environment like the atmosphere i would go home after work i work monday through friday so my time slot to paint is from like three four to you know midnight and I worked on her for a month. I finished her within a month. And I went home and immediately I would 
turn off, you know, all lights. I would use very low light, natural light. I'd put on some candles. I'd put on some incense, some shit, some very like natural, you know, herbal smells. And, and I would play this soundtrack, this, this sound of this atmospheric, like soundtrack of like a medieval city to kind of imagine myself in that environment. And I would wear like clothes that were very like drapey it would wear like sandals and kind of like really um like dive into this like i was using like i was becoming like a method actor almost like i was becoming this character in order to create this piece Shit. in order for it to look the way it did i had to become one i had to go back into time you embodied it right i had to go back into time i had to become an artist of the 14th 15th century and and as if I was in Da Vinci studio, like, you know, like I, like I needed goats and like sheep around, like I needed to be sleeping on straw and, you know, I needed to be you know, squire, you know, like, like talking in old English, like yeah, yeah. really like it, it took that. I, I was that committed. I was that committed. Yeah. I literally went home and I was that committed. That's what it takes. That's like cool. my neighbors one day were like, dude, what are you listening to? And I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, don't, don't worry about You'll what see. I'm right. Don't you, people would come over and it's funny cause my place is set up in such a way. Like I have fur everywhere. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, taxidermy and like, like my place looks very, you know, uh, classical it's like a place of study you know i have bones and i have uh books stacked everywhere it's like a library so, it's um yeah it's where the women from the birds and bees show end up <laughs> 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 Man, i don't know why but i felt like was uh what was a buffalo bill from like from oh, yeah. uh, from like with Joe Dirt, oh. it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> so weird. It puts a Joe Dirt in the hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, my place is set up in such a way that it feels very like old and classical, and I have like you know gold everywhere, and like it's just this atmosphere. I feel like it's important to dive down into the deepest depths of what I'm trying to embody. If in order to make that authentic, it has to be real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know the actors who who have done the best biopics have done incredible jobs because they've become that character. Yeah, like Jim be Carrey, right? Like Jim Carrey, exactly. Becoming um, what, what was that guy's name? I forget his name, but yeah, that that comedian or or whatever, or or oh, you know Jim and Andy. Yeah, yeah, or Jim Morrison becoming that's right, uh, or um. Val Kilmer becoming Jim Morrison. I mean, he went crazy because of that. Well, that's that's how they think. Uh, like Joker. Heath Ledger died. Was he was coming embodied. Yeah, what he was like Joker. giving himself nightmares. Fucking mind blown. One would need therapy after such a a deep dive into that atmosphere. And I think as an artist, um, as a person who wants to embody, you know, I, my I like uh, the direction of wanting people to see my work and and kind of have this old master feel. You know, but today's in today's time, um, you know, I paint things that look old. I paint things that that have this same um, energy, this same look, you know, no matter what I'm painting. I like things to have that energy because it feels more authentic. It feels real. It feels, uh, you know, you can it's malleable. You can you can stretch it. You can it's physical. You can touch it. It breathes on its yeah. own. I like that type of work. That work is what speaks to me the most. Um, so it's important for me to dive deep in those depths in order to create the works that feel like that. I think it's that's very important. If you want to be this embodiment, you have to become that. Yeah, one hundred percent. That makes makes a lot of sense, man. That's fucking cool. That I didn't know all that. 
but um, you did a really cool punk rock, punk rock stunt at a show in Florida, right? What happened? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. us, dude. That was epic. Oh. Uh, last year, 2019, it was my first time going to uh, Art Miami Week for Art Basel. And uh, I was going to speak on a panel with uh, a bunch of uh, peers and colleagues um, with the woman who owns that foundation that I was saying earlier. Um, we were going to speak on a panel and while I was out there, you know, I wanted to do something that kind of uh, made my stamp, you know, how are people going to remember me here? How mm -hmm. can I make my stay worthwhile than just visiting and trying the food and, you know, saying, oh, the air is crisper here. You know what I mean? With chicks in bikinis everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Ever, <laughs> everywhere, yeah. It was birds Solar. and bees chaos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I, on a whim, uh, sporadically, I, I decided to sneak into Art Basel and then hang up a piece of work. And I, I hung up a piece, uh, a, a print. It was a, it was a G. Clay print of my, my Mona Lisa mm -hmm. with duct tape uh, commenting on Mauricio's uh, banana that had you know yeah. sold allegedly sold for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So it was my commentary on that, and it was a, it was a commentary on, you know, here's this incredibly detailed classical piece that was once priceless in this contemporary setting, duct tape to the fucking wall, amongst all these works that some may say look like shit. And very, uh, you know, half-assed that are going for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And there's this amazing piece that's just unappreciated. It's, it's, it's in a fucking hallway. Yeah. What does this mean? What, what does this say about the art world? What does this say about what people appreciate in art now? You know, there's an article, I think LA Times wrote about it, about the Louvre wanting to take the Mona Lisa out of her original pavilion and put her elsewhere because she takes too much attention from the other pieces Damn. and that the, the Mona Lisa is just outdated and she's old now but I'm like it's crazy like, what do you what do you, what does that even fucking mean <laughs> let's dumb it down right so <laughs> and it doesn't like oh, oh she's uh, she she's, she's aging yeah. she's looking old yeah, we yeah. need to retire Mona you uh -huh. know what I mean so it was kind of me just kind of saying like no like we need to still appreciate where we started because if it wasn't for the masters you know we wouldn't have these artists here yeah it's it's the masters like that that you know the reason why we have so many inspired artists so it was just sort of a commentary on that but it was a it was an interesting thing i don't, I don't know how i got in with big ass painting with a big ass roll of duct tape i don't i don't know how i got past security i don't know how i put it up and people just started swarming yeah you said you stood back i stood back yeah it was funny because i had my hair <laughs> up and um immediately i put my hair down put on some sunglasses uh, you know kind of switched up my style a little bit and I'm, I'm standing on the sidelines and people are talking about it. You know, people are chit, ch you know, amongst themselves chit chatting. Oh, is it Banksy? Like blah, blah. Oh, is it? Mar no, it's that uh, Mauricio guy, the guy that did the banana and blah, blah, blah. It's another stunt. And I'm just like, dude, this is fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is nuts. Like people dude, are yeah, taking yeah. pictures. Oh, take a picture of me. Like, blah, it's the Mona Lisa. Like Mona Lisa's here. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody was taking pictures crazy, and I'm just like a fly on the wall watching people unf like watching this unfold. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking hilarious! Oh, yeah, and and, I, and it was cool to do that because you know, it was just I felt like I got to put on a smile on people's faces because you know, I went to Basel for the first time, and, and you know, people 
all the art fairs, people are kind of d- dead and they walk around and it's like, oh, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that. And it's not until something really outrageous comes out where people are blown away, yeah. hence the banana, yeah. um, you know, or the exhibition that was done some time ago. I forget where, where it was a huge room of gigantic uh, skulls stacked everywhere it was a really big uh piece i forget who did that piece but it's not until something that somebody does something really out of the ordinary that really makes noise so i felt like i i got to be that person that do that did something out of the ordinary that people can get excited about so that was the end of 2019 yeah that's pretty awesome that was yeah that was cool man Pretty dope. Yeah, I I didn't expect for people to um, enjoy that. And then we'll see what next this year looks like. <laughs> but yeah, Mona Lisa, my Isaac's Lisa has gone around. She's, yeah. she's she gets, been around. She gets around. She's, yeah, she's you're like, been around. Yeah. Wow. She's been, oh, she's been That's around. Been, right. been around a lot. Yeah, she has. <laughs> <laughs> so right now you work at Disney. Can we talk about that? Uh, kind of tiptoe around it. I, yeah, I could. I, I I work at Disney Studios um, alongside my dad. Um, we're uh, who's your dad? Traditional animators. Um, my dad's Antonio Palau. He's an artist in his own right. Uh, he's been an employee of Disney for the past twenty five plus years. I've been there for going on three years. Um, so yeah, we we work at Disney, and um, you know what we do is is very unique in such a way that we're very uh scarce we're not common uh employees of disney and we're not common employees in the animated world entirely in in the whole world um so i mean i i I can't without um you know too much detail give what Mm -hmm. we do but you know there's there's tons of videos out there that explain what we do and how we do it and 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 the tradition of of classical uh, animation the way you know it was done in the 1920s and how we perform it but yeah we're, we 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 work at disney and that's that's a fun uh, experience that's 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 you know a second home yeah. completely aside from what i do outside of that yeah but it's interesting to, to you know to be in that world and then pull myself out and then mm-hmm. go into what i do <laughs> and then pull myself out of that and then go into like music and then go out of that and then get into you know, clothing or, or do acting or something so it's pretty it's pretty crazy um but yeah you i mean there's there's ton of uh info i mean you could just i don't mean that this is so basic to say but you I mean you could just google my dad's name and you there they'll, they'll, there'll be stuff that comes up antonio palaio yeah and you just google him and all the information will unfold yeah yeah that's awesome his yeah. dad's baby yoda <laughs> Baby Yoda is a child. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all been watching Mandalorian? Dude, so good. yeah, it's really good. It's just crazy. It's the best show in the world right now. Literally, like, like, literally, it's the most watched show in the world right now. I wonder if uh, like the viewers and streams on Disney Plus dropped after it ended. After it ended, no, because because I think people are like rewatching them. What the, th- what the what the where Disney is smart is they're doing one series. As soon as it ends, a new series is dropping. So it's keeping people in the loop. People are going to stay on Disney Plus to see the next season of Mandalorian. Well, I mean, like right now. Well, right now there's so much there's so much content. There's still so much hype too. I think like I mean, all the Star Wars after every episode there was like a new meme. Yeah. Oh yeah, it it blew up. It's crazy. I I I remember when I was on the lot, I I went to the gift shop to go pick up a a plush doll, and they're like, "Oh, we're not going to get any plush dolls until like spring." And I'm like, "What the hell is the matter with?" Yeah, me and my brother were talking about that too. They were like, "Why did Disney do that?" Well, because they wanted they wanted to wait. They wanted to build up that hype. They wanted to. So when they they do come, it's like boom. boom. Yeah. 
That was a boss move. Yeah. You know those things are going to go flying. Go so fast. Flying. Yeah. Black Friday in, in, in spring. Yeah. Because if you even go like on like Etsy, those things are like people are making like bootleg versions Boot- of it. Yeah. And it's like people are buying those things up, dude. It's so crazy. I, I, yeah. I, the, whenever Disney decides to drop a, a doll or something, it's going to be legit. It's going to be great. Yeah. Right. And I can't wait. I think, man, John Favreau is just incredible. He killed that shit. Like he took that and really like... Like, damn, George must be proud. Yeah. Like, Lucas must be fucking proud. I know Disney's pretty fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shit. He's, I mean, it's pretty he's all right. He's all right. Yeah, he's, Don't he's, let it go to his He's head. good. He's, he's, right. he's whatever. Like, yeah, but no. it's crazy, man. Like, man, Disney Plus <laughs> dropped, and within a month, they just millions of users. Yeah. So many people. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so nuts. Dude, I had friends that got Disney Plus. Just, just to watch them. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. Just from Ando. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got it because I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of all the classical animated films. Um, so, I, you know, I got it just for that. But yeah. when Mandalorian came out, I was like, yeah. I was like it's a wrap. I'm like, mm-hmm. they, they reeled me in forever. I'm like, I'm, 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 not, I'm on the hook and I'm not even fighting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to go away. Like, I'm not leaving this. this yeah. I'm stuck. Yeah. yeah. What's uh, one of your favorite Disney movies? Ooh. Ooh. Like way. I know there there's a lot of good ones. But like there's one that has to stick out. <sighs> you know that's really difficult. I, I just, um cl- classical films. Like if I had to go back and pick an older film, I would probably say. It looks like a Fantasia. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, oh, you know man, what? This dude, is hard because they're all so Ooh. good. I mean, they all tell different stories mm-hmm. and they're so like dope. I, I mean, I remember as a kid, I loved Pinocchio, mm-hmm. loved Lion King, yeah, yeah. I loved Snow White. Um, yeah, it's really hard to say because I grew up on all of them. I mean, it, it, this is really interesting, but as an artist, I started off by, uh, my dad's been working at Disney since I was born, I mean, before I was born. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like I'm a child of, you know, there's like military brats, army brats yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I'm a Disney, Disney brat, <laughs> literally like facts. I'm yeah. a, I, I've been, I was raised at Disneyland and, and the Disney lot. Like yeah. that is my second like earth, you know, the, the, you know, I leave this planet and go over there. Mm. Um, but when I was a kid, when I was like six or seven, I used to draw the, the VHS covers of like Aladdin, Pinocchio, Lion King. And I used to sell those drawings. I used to, I used to sell them like, like, like literally like slinging drawings when I was like seven, I used to sell them like 10 bucks, 15 bucks to, you know, all my aunt's friends. And stuff. Oh my God, it's so good. Blah, blah. And it, and it was crazy. Cause that was like the start of my art career. That was like, that is the, 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 small pebble that snowballed into this massive boulder that just continued to roll on its own so those those classic films are like they all each and every one of them means so much to me but a, a film that i really love that 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 disney um that came from disney was disney and pixar as wally Ooh. wally i don't know why but just the, the whole story behind it is so good and like dude low-key i remember the first time i saw it like as a kid i like i cried yeah it's so good it was such a good story it. that was me with up when i watched up, up oh I was like, up is so man, good dude, dude it's the beginning i'm like this is so dark what the fuck dude, <laughs> why would you <laughs> that is the power of of walt disney yeah walt disney mm. left a snowballing legacy of storytelling. It's not just a cartoon. It's not just an animated film. It's it's a story that captures people in a way that is so deep and profound. It can make one feel 
like that for yeah. sure. It can make one yeah. feel <laughs> these strong emotions, and it's crazy how much power there is in these films. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, 100%. Like, yeah. it's nuts. Like, yeah. it, these films are meant to make you cry, they're yeah. meant to make you feel happy, and meant to make you feel scared, angry, uh, all these different emotions. Yeah. That's the power mm -hmm. of that. And it hits the whole family, too. Right. And that's funny because, you know, that same energy is another reason why I've, I've combined that with birds and the birds and bees series. I wanted that same like heavy impact. Yeah. Yeah. But combine it with like sex. <laughs> Tight. Hey, <laughs> I think for someone trying to get into uh, like your profession to like painting and being an artist, like what advice would you recommend for them? Give up. How to start. <laughs> Give up. That's not, not, not that Isaac. <laughs> the, uh, the other Isaac. Oh, okay. That's, that's, no, that's absolutely <laughs> brutal. Um, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> well, for any beginning artist, uh, it, it's important for any artist to first establish what kind of art do they want to create? Mm. What kind of effect do they want to have on people? What kind of persona do they want to embody? And how they want to be remembered, they have to understand and ask themselves all these different things. And once they figure that out, they have to outsource which artists relate to them the most so that they can outsource and study these artists and understand how they went to become these, you know, impactful people and how they got to the level of skill that they're at you know if you want to be a realistic painter it's important to study realistic painting it's important to stu study realism anybody can paint realistically and, and i mean that anybody can literally paint realistically it takes time it takes hours but anybody can achieve that but not anybody can captivate someone and tell a story so painting realistically isn't doesn't mean you know that's what's going to make you a, a great artist there's i know tons of realistic painters that aren't shit i mean for lack of better words but they're they're not doing anything they're not captivating anybody um I, I don't think i'm there yet you know hopefully maybe even when i'm dead people will realize oh shit you know homie was kind of dope you know <laughs> yeah uh, uh, you know appreciated before my time you know but um it's important for people to study people and read books watch videos and 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 ask questions and go to galleries go to museums yeah. go to go to the go to the source go to directly to the source and embody that that energy and try to do it every single day. I started painting three years ago. I dropped out of college after two years. And um, that year I dropped out, I painted a painting every single day for an entire year. That was my four-year four course at a, at a Ivy League art school, you could say, for free. Can I touch on something real quick? You said touch like... Me. Can I touch you? Can I, can I <laughs> stop touching you on that? You uh, touch on whatever you want, my boy. Wait, you promise? <laughs> Put the tips in the owl, please. Birds and bees. Oh. <laughs> the bees. Instead of bugs and hoes. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. No. Um, no, you said something. You said like knowing yourself and like being able to de define yourself before you step in that lane. And I think that's something important, like that we both have an equal understanding of who we are as like A, a brand. Uh, like an, a clothing brand and also as a young artist is like we work so well together is because we like we know who we are we know who we've we've studied and who we follow and a lot of these kids step in because they want money they have this idea they want to be like the guy in front of them but they don't want to be their self mm -hmm. you know why is your company name you know this or you know why did you create the mona lisa it's like because that's who you are and who you study and who you look up to. Mm -hmm. But in, in the same aspect, you know, um, earlier, like 
I don't know, we kind of touched on it. It's like you want to be the best. You got to bring your best shit forward first. Yeah. And that's something I tell my little brother. It was like, dude, you're going to do streaming. You're going to do music. Start with your best shit first. You know, like aim to be the best. Because people, as soon as you start doing anything, people are going to have their eyes on you. Yeah. If you're able to capture that and create something beautiful first, that's a big impact. Um, And I think like a lot of kids these days, they have too much opportunity. You know, it's social media. It's so easy to make a website. You know, I could message Isaac um, if I'm a new artist. I'm like, you know, this is my art. Like it's in his hands in 30 seconds. Um, And, you know, we take that for granted. So we get lazy. Uh, But honestly, if you're starting in any lane, if it's clothing, if it's fashion, uh, like modeling, photography, you're a painter, you know, try a little bit harder, focus, read. Um, you know, that's something I want to get better at is reading more because dude, I've been doing this since 2012. And so I, like, I think I'm like comfortable now. I'm not, um, but just, you know, try harder, Yeah. you know, don't get so lazy. The work ethic is absolutely instrumental to that. Yeah. Yeah. You're your own killer. You, you, you have to, the work ethic, you have to be aggressive. You have to be a relentless person. I do what I do for the love of it. And I know that Isaac does what he does for the love of it. I mean, we we took what our fathers have introduced to us, and we're doing it in a way that's, um, I don't want to say beyond that, but we're we're striving for our own uh, our own world, our own yeah. galaxy. We're we're aiming for our mm-hmm. own direction, but um, with the same ingredients. But um, you know, are you that if you want to do something, and you and you absolutely intend to do something with with astronomical. Uh, you know, bars set. You have to be a relentless worker, mm-hmm. day and night. I, I, I I've been dr- doing. I'm 23. I've been doing art since I was two. I've been exhibiting my work in galleries since I was 10. Sold my first drawing in a gallery when I was 10. I've been doing this for 13 years almost now, professionally on, on paper. Uh, but it up, was probably wasn't up until like five years ago that I would say that I you know, started really building a celebrity collector base, doing commissions for pretty big people, um, getting uh, commissioned by pretty big companies, you know, to do collaborations and things. And that is just the work ethic. I mean, 10,000 hours times 10, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's expanding the horizons. It's stretching. You have to be willing to learn and try new things. Uh, One of my, um, Les Brown is one of my favorite speakers of all time. He's a motivational speaker. And and he says, you have to uh, be open to stretch yourself. You have to be malleable. You have to be ductible. You have to be, you have to be able to stretch and mold yourself in different ways. And people get tired because they think that their idea is a bad idea. The idea not might, may not be bad, but it's how you're doing it is may not be working. Just try it in a different way. You know, I mean, I, I've done what I do in so many different ways that, you know, you know, Thomas Edison, unquote, people, according to people, failed 2,000 times to perfect the incandescent light bulb. He didn't fail 2,000 times. He said, I successfully found 2,000 ways not to do it. (laughs) Perspective. You know what I mean? I mean that that alone in itself speaks for itself. So it, when any when anybody wants to pick up something, no matter what it is, and I'm I'm not a millionaire. I'm not you know um, 
super successful yet. You're successful where it counts, my boy. I mean, <laughs> I, to my to my Birds my, my perspective, <laughs> my perspective, I think I've Body accomplished count. a lot. You know, I've I've done a lot of things Three. more than what an artist typically, a fine artist would typically achieve in one's lifetime. Um, but you know, I, I know from experience that the power of the work ethic and stuff, and, and I definitely have learned a lot. And, and you know, I, I mean, it's just advice for a head start. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough industry. To be a fine artist, is, it's not easy. Yeah, it's you, I mean, not many people make it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of it, homies are, like, way better than I am at, like, film photography, but they just don't work for it. Not, you know I, mean? I don't know any that are better than you. Make it. Lit I'm being dead. Not many people make it. Yeah. It's, it's one of those industries. Not yeah. many people make it. And and they, you know, you you, you got to do something. You got to be so damn special. My dad told me one time, he goes, you know what, Isaac, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's probably like 13, 14. This was at the point where I was like, all right, I, I, I want to do this. This is, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. You know, he told me, I'm going to let you know right now that your chances are slim to none on being successful at this I mean, and being successful in our eyes is being on like Picasso's level. You know, the only living artists that are really like millionaires are artists like Jeff Koons, Damien Hirst, Takashi Murakami, Shepard Ferry, Retina, Cause, Junior. Those artists are, you know, the pinnacle of, of living success as a fine artist. And, and that's, think about how many people do things similar to them that aren't even anywhere close not even scratching that they're not even past the fucking stratosphere they can't even touch the surface of the earth you know so you know he told me your chances are slim to none in this industry and over time that that perspective changed like look dude you're you're building you're getting closer and closer that the, the 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 doors that you're you know, adding are, are they're, they're doubling, you know, you have so many doors that you can open now and there's so many different avenues and that's because of the work ethic, but the, the chances are slim to none. And, and I think in any industry, to be quite honest, in any industry, if you want to be super successful in that, you have to be relentless. You have to be a, a, a certain kind of person. That's the formula right there. That's the recipe for success. And, and you have to, um, you have to be, like almost hungry in different directions you, you like you you know people say oh, you gotta be a shark you gotta like fucking like you, you know i don't go by that i say i'm a motherfucking octopus because <laughs> i can ha i can handle eight things at once i got eight hands i'm gonna grasp anything in my motherfucking yeah. reach and i can camouflage and i can i can get away yeah. I can get away, I can attack you, and I can handle mul multiple sporting. things. Damn, I just inked my Yeah, same. Damn, that's not been an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I can't even handle right this now. This fool's a squid. Yeah, so I say I'm a fucking squid because I propel myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't swim, I propel. He's a know? crab. Right, right. He's a land crab. But, um... So yeah, I think that's that's the idea is, you know, you have to, you know, I, I learn about, you know, I, I become a tattoo artist, I become a graphic designer, an animator, a, a, a pencil artist, a painter, um, a sculptor, a clothing designer, all these different avenues that have allowed me to get closer and closer. You know, you have to really like, I'm not saying you have to know all these things, but you have to just be willing to like stretch yourself and not just you have to be able to intake all these different things. You know what I mean? In today's time, I think it's important too. But work ethic, that's 
absolutely key. And all those things will influence the other things too. You mm-hmm. know? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. They'll, they'll filter out to one another. Also, you know? be consistent. Very I mean, <laughs> period. Mm-hmm. Like if you're bars. a photographer, <laughs> bars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bars. <laughs> bars, <laughs> God. <laughs> Start beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, is that the Pornhub intro? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it, did it sound like that? Very much so. Did it really? Did I got, it? Well, I got excited. I don't <laughs> know. Dude, that's that's crazy. That's subconscious <laughs> at its finest. Birds and bees. Birds and bees. We should get them as a sponsor Dude, for the show. Key birds and bees. Um, it just has a nice oh ring to it. Dude, we should do. Oh my lord. Birds and bees. We gotta do a. We gotta do like a special edition condoms for the show. Right, birds and bees. Dude, what are those? I'm a genius. What are those? What You're are giving they? me ideas. <laughs> I don't. What did you say? Condoms. What, what was it? Oh, it's like dot com. Oh, okay. for Dominic. Uh, He's uh, like, uh, what are these you speak yeah. of? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So Isaac, uh, how, how does one find you? Uh, uh, you don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't. Uh, Isaac. Dother no. Isaac. Our lawyer. <laughs> yeah, our lawyer. Um, I, I, I'm actually not a real person. I don't exist. Um, no, and you could find me on um, on Craigslist. Uh, you can find Grindr. me on Tinder, Grinder, Bumble, Misconnection. <laughs> you can find me on POF. Uh, part uh, the main one, MySpace. Okay. I still rock the MySpace. Me and dude, Tom are quite coming, close. It's hitting hard right now, dude. <laughs> no, nah, my <laughs> <laughs> my Instagram handle is um, Isaac Palau. That's I S A A C for you, uh, poor people who can't spell yeah. Isaac properly it's and don't really pay attention. Yeah, I hate, dude. I just went to Starbucks and I, they spelled my name, and I was like, dude, no one in the history has ever gotten my name right. And then I think she thought I meant that she got my name right, and she goes, oh well, I'm glad to be the first person. I'm like, no, you spelled my name wrong. <laughs> like that's where I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm like hair flip, walk out. Right. Yeah, I'm like, nah, you spelled it wrong. Um, Isaac Palau. That's my Instagram is my main source of um, you know communication with the world, where I mm. post everything, where I interact. Um, my website is currently under construction so that'll be up eventually but you can find me on facebook as well um but instagram mainly and then oc we uh, la weekly did an article on you and your dad there's more info on you guys there right oh la there's info on what we do on la weekly um there's some info on hype beast um vice, vo- voyage la did Vice do a piece on you? Not no. Vice hasn't done anything oh, yet. Oh. They, they need to. They need to get on. Get at my boy Vice. Yeah, Vice Land. Where you at? Vice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're sleeping. Yeah, Complex is sleeping. Uh, ID, a paper mag, interview mm-hmm. mag. Where y'all at? Come on now. Come the Getty of, Museum. Where you at? Yeah, where you at? <laughs> Slide in the DMs. Uh, like like who slides in your DMs? Home Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I think I'm in your DMs more than anybody. You're for sure. The majority Majority of my DMs when I when it says like I have like a hundred unread messages, it's from Isaac. <laughs> Yo, send me that send me that graphic, send me that meme. <laughs> one, yeah, one hundred meme me. Yeah, and for sure. Isaac, how do we find you on IG? Um, okay, it's, um, you Isaac, find me on Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> Isaac, <laughs> Isaac Palayo. No, uh, <laughs> uh, Isaac I S A A C Ruiz. Uh, period underscore. I couldn't get the the name, but. Yeah, and then the Silk Cloud Co., um, the Silk Cloud Co. I think you could figure that spelling out. And then uh, Isaac's collection is on our website. Yeah. yeah, and then the show's coming up 
January 18th, 18th. Birds and Bees 2020 this year. Um, and yeah, anybody is welcome. It's open admission. Starts at 7 to 11. Come through. It'll be a good time. I'll be there. Isaac, but number I, two, yeah. will be there. Yeah, mm. Isaac Anthony, my Isaac, my partner will be there. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna uh, condoms. <laughs> how would you say it? Condom. Oh, condom. It's, oh, okay. it's actually just sounds. Condom. Oh. <laughs> we got some custom condoms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like usual, we ask people, you know, if they have any questions. So, I figure since we're short for time, we'll just do a. Like a Quick round. Okay. So it's like little words as possible. So okay. the first one is, um, how'd you get so cute? Uh, yeah, I got to talk to my parents, yo. Oh, I was born this way, fool. He's like, yeah, I was born this way, dog. <laughs> can I, can I don't I, know what you want me to say. <laughs> can I tell you something? There was no yeah. condom. I, I asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you ask that question? I did. <laughs> oh, that was your question? How did I get so cute? Damn, thank you. No, I'm serious, bro. I'm trying to figure that out. Well, how'd you, how'd you yeah. get so sexy, what's your skin? T- what's your skincare routine? <laughs> your skin, where's your, what's your regime? <laughs> you know that. He just rubs himself on like the, the rugs in his house. <laughs> yeah, all that fur. <laughs> all that fur. Yeah, just... just Dude, just your, allergies, your allergies must be fucked. Dude, so bad. Zyrtec don't do shit for me. God damn. You got dog hair. that Claritin flare. <laughs> fur it. Fur it, yeah. Oh, Mike's gonna read the next one. So the next one says, uh, "What advice would you give your 18-year-old self?" My 18-year-old yeah, self use protection. No, like uh, uh, condoms. No, no, use condoms. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Was um, that when you were starting college? Yeah, 18 was when I right right before I started college. Um, I would say go into things without expectations because when I was going into college, I had a lot of expectations. So uh, lessen your expectations and just do things more with the idea of uh learning and just taking in whatever is coming your way you know just just let things happen and and exactly go with the flow Mm. and the next one is uh when you take an l how do you bounce back um well I don't bounce back. <laughs> no, no. Just bury it. Bro, he's <laughs> deep. Just, I like a man. I just, I just push it yeah. deep down in there. Why and do you just think suck he's working with me, dude? <laughs> yeah, uh, a bounce, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Um, well, the thing about bouncing back is that in my place, there's trampolines everywhere. <laughs> so I'm always bouncing back. <laughs> forever, forever bouncing. <laughs> forever on me. Yeah. No, Isaac... Or like, what is this? I never took an L. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, I think it's just, it goes back to just, you know, when, don't be afraid of failure. Uh, Failing is good. Uh, Failing is is, uh, success. And you can't gain greater success without failure. Mm -hmm. So don't never look at things like taking an L. If you take a step back, know that you're going to take two steps forward. Um, Sometimes you have to step back and, you know, see things from afar in order to see the bigger picture so there's no such thing as l's uh, you know losses and failures are all perspective yeah it's like edison like edison yeah, yeah. nothing like failures yeah. don't know it mm-hmm. l what is yeah, this what l you speak l? of yeah. <laughs> it's like what's your alphabet uh a b c d m n o p you forgot l what is that <laughs> i'm like nah, nah dog no, no not in my alphabet <laughs> Nah. The L is an R. Yeah, it? my alphabet is just G's and 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 OPPs. <laughs> uh, so there's another question: When will he cut his hair? No. Oh, power! He can't. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if like I get a good opportunity that like a you know 
I, I don't think as a model, I don't think I've gotten the great use of my hair yet. You know, a lot of the reason why is I, I get booked is because of my hair. That's true. So I don't want to cut it and then like lose an opportunity. Like, oh, if you had that long hair, you would have been in the, featured in this. You would have been a star, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have had it, kid. Yeah, yeah Shay. You could have had it, Shay. As long as I'm around, you'll be second best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I, you got to do a shampoo commercial. I'm waiting for like Pantene or something yeah, yeah. to cut me a deal, yo. Like, let, let me do it. Like a like a dude, I could do a portrait of me with like flowy hair. Oh on my the lord! Ooh. Ooh. Collaboration of the century. Mm. That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> da Vinci, who? Hey, we yeah. gotta do one of those hoodies Man. where it's like the hair coming from the shoulders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll, you know. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I might cut my shit before birds and bees. We never oh, know. Shit. Never know. We talk about the birds nah. and the bees, baby. Birds and bees. He won't. He's He won't do it. <laughs> he won't do it. Um, okay, so the last one is. Go ahead. Uh, it's describe your art in three words. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> dope, dope, and <laughs> dopeness. Dope. <laughs> Dopest. Uh, I think it's authentic. Uh, passionate and personal. Mm. I think that's I like the that. best way to describe my work. Yeah, authentic, solid. passionate, and personal. Yeah. Um. You know, because everything that I do is authentic. Everything I do is passionate, and it's all personal. So, I would have to say those three things. Other sex, th- money, drugs. Sex, money, <laughs> drugs. Birds and bees. Birds and bees. It's your life slogan. Birds and bees. Mention this episode uh, when you come to the show. And you get yeah, the VIP. Guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have this episode in mind when you come to the show. Yeah, birds and bees. Birds and bees. Oh man, that's gonna be my uh, my voicemail now. Birds and bees. <laughs> Sorry, I can't pick up the line right now. I'm dealing with birds and bees. Birds and bees. <laughs> you hear like birds and bees in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Should have had like those the sound effects in the background. Birds and bees. So since you are a, um, you know, you said you're you're a rapper, you're a singer, you're a songwriter. I mean, if, you know. You want to throw some tracks on in the beginning? We'll put those bangers in here too oh. of the episode. Oh, I'll send yeah. them your way. Let yeah. me yeah. know what you want. I got them your dude, way. Whatever you want. The motive. I'll send it over. The motive, dude. The, mo- <laughs> the motive, dude. Oh my god, I was listening to it on the way over here. <laughs> you listen? Actually, to be fair, I pulled up listening to Bobo. That's that's a number one fan right there, dude. Yeah, get Bobo that's, over here. Dude, Bobo? That's a good. That's being a good brother though. No, straight okay, up. Okay, so I made like a. But you weren't listening to. The motive? It's not even on the playlist, dude. <laughs> good brother. I'm out of here. Hey, chill, good chill, brother, chill, terrible chill. friend. <laughs> Isaac Pelayo, sit down. Sit He's down. like, I skipped the motive and went straight, straight to bubblegum. Bubble <laughs> dude, I swear to God, it was bubblegum. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, listen to bubblegum in the shower. Oh, oh. After, you know, the birds and beat. Yeah, it's so yeah, good, though. Pictures, it didn't happen, dog. That's when he was listening to, like, the Renaissance sounds. Yeah. <laughs> what he meant was he was listening to Bobo. <laughs> Bobo was serenading the birds and bees process. Hell yeah. Uh, shout out Bobo shout out Bobo killing it man hell yeah I know so, we need to get him on here too yeah yeah. he's got a few shows coming up hopefully he's, soon we'll get yeah. him down here yeah but Isaac Pelayo dude thank you so much man I'm excited for what the future holds yeah, for man. you like when I see you the way you carry yourself you're you're in every word of the you're an artist in every sense of the word you're a fucking artist when I see you but you're a rock star artist like you're a Da Vinci of today and dude, yeah, I'm fucking stoked that you made it down here. Thank I you guys. I appreciate you. For having me. I'm glad to have been able to sat down and talk with you guys. You guys are dope as hell. And I and I love that we're all, you know, young individuals just having fun. And that's what it's all about is having fun and just, you know, making it the best for you know the moment 
for in that moment, you know, doing the best that we can to make it dope and enjoyable. So thank you guys for coming on. I enjoyed myself very much. Thank you. We'll see you at that art show because absolutely we're gonna go right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll be there. Yeah. Percent uh, represent. Yeah. Birds and, yeah. Birds and, and then Isaac, thank you again for coming. No, through. Yeah. yeah, man. Thank you for thank the, you. Uh, I didn't. The whiskey, I didn't need man. to be I'm here, but yeah. Thank you guys. I'm happy that you're here, man. Shot, no, shot, yeah, no. Oh, we all take shots right now. Oh, well, so I mean, we don't have a shot glass. We just have this. Uh, I guess we're just gonna have to just drink it from the bottle, bottle. Right. or just kind of like shotgun it out of each other's. Oh, <laughs> two down. Well, we'll take like we'll one, take one sip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> so is yeah, there to see that video? Uh, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe up. <laughs> is why, there? Why haven't you done that? <laughs> we're gonna deal right now. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, guys? Is you stream it on Twitch, right? You live stream it on Twitch. It records it as a video, but then you upload audio normally. Ooh. We're, mm, we're talking so a live bit more. stream it on Twitch and then yeah. later upload it to like a YouTube or no, something? No, Twitch automatically creates a video. Oh, that's true. And yeah. Creates a video. Yeah, that's And then idea. your people that, su- all your subscribers on Twitch get all the content that doesn't make it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're, that's very true. We'll and look into can, it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, thank you. You're a fucking genius. And Jesus. one more yeah. thing. Uh, go for it. Me. Hit us up. Hit us yeah, up. Go, go, go. One more thing. Sprite. <laughs> Sprite. Sprite. All right, guys. Before we wrap up this podcast, is there any uh, shout outs and last words you guys want to get? Um, shout out to Isaac, bro. Shout out Isaac. Shout out Bobo. Bobo being cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you, guys. Of course. Thank you, guys. Um, you guys do a lot for the community, artists, and creatives amongst us and thank you no i thanks dude yeah we really appreciate yeah, it any, yeah, yeah. Any, thanks dude no kiss i just just hear all these like like just dude. <laughs> wow dude, uh, this is like if i don't get out of this podcast yeah, I gotta, y'all gonna see birds and bees number two real quick <laughs> <laughs> i gotta i gotta pee yeah, yeah, well, yeah i got a meeting too. You awesome, all right, thank you guys so much man thank, thank you guys. love you guys yeah any way we can help let us know dude we'll be back with anything. oh help have a happy yeah. new year Okay. Oh yeah, happy new year. Likewise. Yeah, happy uh, new year. Yeah, uh, new year. Wait, can we, we survived. Day. One more. Go yeah. around the table. New year's resolution. Just one. Go, you first. Um damn, I was trying to go last. Uh he's <laughs> like, "Jeez, uh, shit, better time like, management." Mm. Uh more birds and bees. <laughs> um I think um just harder work. Harder work. Work ethic has just got to go up. There's pills for that. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hymns. No. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think I'm on the same trip too for this year. Just uh, really getting shit together, tying up the ship, and just making it happen. You know. Yeah, dude. Talking about the glow up. Huh? I just learned what that was. So yeah, the I had to throw it in there. The globe doll. The glow up doll. <laughs> oh, oh lord, dude. You know, oh. I didn't realize you were actually married. <laughs> like when you said your wife uh, i was like oh, shit, he's married mm, multiple i apologize <laughs> <laughs> multiple wives <laughs> nice so rabbit multiple yeah yeah, yeah I, see i, I, told well, you. I looked three <laughs> <laughs> wow with no kids no kids dude condoms Condoms. 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 All right. Hey, your your turn. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's pretty much it. I was being serious when I said the glow up. Just like making this podcast just 
you know, I see it coming. Be like self-sustaining, pretty much. You know, make this like our legit business, and um, I see it coming. And then, biggest um, episode yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it probably will. We got a lot of people like, "Oh my God, Isaac! How do you yeah, know yeah. Isaac?" Oh yeah, we're gonna load up. I'm oh yeah, we DM. What's up? We're gonna run ads yeah. for it. It's gonna be dope. Oh yeah, yeah, we're totally gonna be dope. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Yeah. Thanks, dude. We love you yeah. guys. Burst it's gonna be dope. Burst and bees. Burst and bees. Surprise. Surprise. <sighs> Peace.